0: live from the ESPN 690 and Ajara Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Well, it was about 24 hours ago, really 22 hours ago, where we said, he's done. Urban Meyer, the last shoe had dropped when the news of Josh Lambeau's allegation came out in Tampa Bay Times. Uh, We were right. Uh, About seven hours later, Urban Meyer fired by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it's been the uh, big story all day here on a Thursday in Jacksonville, Florida, and all around the country. It's like the story around the country. Uh, Tune into the national shows at 3 in the morning, at 6 in the morning, at noontime, and right now, and you're still getting Urban Meyer conversation all around uh, the United States of America, especially right here in Florida. It's a massive story. It's a massive disappointment. It's a massive failure uh, on the part of the Jags, but uh, really on the head coach Urban Meyer, too. It'll go down as his biggest failure in his professional football career, the fact that he could only last 13 games, maybe above everything, even the record of 2-11, and 11, and left the Jaguars potentially in worse shape, uh, at least when in his last day. Uh, than when he took over. And now you can make the case they're maybe in okay shape going forward, Uh, but we'll find out uh, who replaces Urban Meyer, and now we say, oh, this is the biggest hire in franchise history coming up next, but I'm pretty sure we said that last January as well brent martineau here at string sports brewery going to be a busy night here i'll be bumping in and out uh, of uh, the radio show to do some tv on cbs 47 and fox 3 we've been on all day of course on uh, radio and tv and on social media and uh, tonight jaguars all access uh coming up at seven o'clock and jack griffin will join us and by the way a little cameo appearance by rick flair as well here at string so come on out and uh, meet rick flair Sign- he signed some autographs i think as well so if you're a wrestling fan iconic rick flair uh, we'll be here later tonight for Jaguars All-Access. Brent Morton here, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz in the Action Sports Shack Studios. What a day, fellas. What a day.
1: Yeah, what a day indeed. You know, I mean, I, I think the thought was the fact that we would not be having this conversation until after the season, one or two days after the season. But, you know, the Josh Lambeau news breaks last night a little bit. Um, You know, you hear more of it later on in the night, and then quickly after that, Urban Meyer's let go, and and here we are now, and, you know, with with that, I mean, it's all about who do you bring in next. Now, in terms of, you know, the most important hire of all time, well, yeah, you're going to say that, but I, I always felt like that Urban Meyer hire was the most important because... You know, the circumstance of what you found yourself in with with Trevor Lawrence, you know, having so much draft capital, having so much money and really, you know, turning over the leaf that was Doug Marone at that time, that felt like the most important hire. And it goes how it goes. We're here now. And now I think, you know, this is obviously an important hire as well. But I can't help but wonder, yes, it's an important hire. But does this have to be the safe hire? Can you afford to take another gamble? Can you afford to take another risk? And by risk, I mean, can you bring in a guy that's never been a head coach before in the NFL? I think that is a little risky.
0: Yeah, and can you afford to have Shad Khan be the only guy, essentially, that makes the decision, or do you go to the search form? Do you search for him? Do you include Mark Lamping? Do you include other people? How will they get it done? Listen, one thing about the Jazz, one thing about Shad Khan, they've tried it in a bunch of different ways now, uh, from new coach to veteran coach to new GM to veteran GM to Tom Coughlin, the czar to Urban Meyer, the college guy. They've tried it. I think that puts them in a little bit of a pickle. It kind of puts me in a little bit of a pickle on who they should go with next. But there are plenty of options out there, and they probably could have the pick of the litter once again depending on some of the jobs that open up but clearly uh right now the the raiders job is more of a i don't know about more of a mess but i think this one might be more intriguing other than it's vegas you know it's the raiders uh but you do have a quarterback already in place you could have a quarterback might be in flux in in, uh, in las vegas and then the money situation and everything else uh you know you can debate it uh i think houston could att- have uh, a eventually end up being open but i think this job's better than the houston job we'll get into some of that Uh, but before we go forward and and where do we go from here and and that's a big topic today and it should be and it has been all day long uh we got to go back a little bit and and just like there's a lot of layers to this thing right uh what got urban meyer fired i think that's a fascinating question if we just simplify it uh i have my thoughts i've been (laughs) dishing on that all day uh and really ever since last night at midnight Austin, what do you think? What, what what got him fired last night a little after midnight?
1: What got him fired was the bad optics. It was the, the compilation of everything. It was the record. Uh, it was the James Robinson stuff. It was the press conference. It was the Marvin Jones incident. It was supposedly kicking Josh Lambeau. Um, it, it was a culmination of, of all of that. And I think if you had a better record, does that get brushed aside? I'm not sure. Um, I'll be honest. I haven't seen any players speak out on behalf of Urban Meyer saying, you know, we're going to miss him and stuff like that. I mean, there's if you want to, if you believe some of the reports going around right now, a bunch of players that were talking to their agents kind of had the the deuce emoji um, in terms of when their agents announced that the you know Urban Meyer got let go. So it almost seems like a lot of players in that locker room were almost relieved, if you will. So that to me is the ultimate telling story because I talked about it a little bit yesterday, where you know locker rooms do a great job of governing themselves you know if if you want a guy to stay then you go you know you're going to try your best to make that guy stay if you want a guy gone well then you can you can stay silent and i haven't seen a lot of players come out in the defense of urban meyer so if that's the case then that leads you to believe that it was a mess in that locker room the culture was not put in place to win Um, Players are fed up with the way things are. And I think it's just very telling when you hear the response today from, well, literally nobody in terms of Urban Meyer getting fired, at least in a positive light.
0: Yeah, and I think you said a powerful thing. And I think we discussed this a little bit over the last couple of days, but I think you said something powerful yesterday on the show when the news broke. and It was in the 5 o'clock hour on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 and some of our first reactions. And you simply said, if we do not hear players... Come out and support Urban Meyer tomorrow, assuming he was st- still had a job. Uh, you said, "What are we doing here?" And I think that does speak volumes. I think it speaks volumes that there wasn't really a player that said, "Oh man, we got his back." I mean, we've seen that a lot. We saw that with Gus Bradley. Uh, we saw that I probably would think with Mike malarkey when you guys were there. We saw that with Doug Marrone. Uh, people go and say, "Hey, we got this guy's back." You know, it might not be to everybody. But even from a politically correct standpoint, you almost get that. Uh, now, one thing about this is we're not talking to everybody in the locker room. So, fair enough. But over these last couple of weeks especially, uh, did not have that. And so, I think you're right. I think, which, I don't think Urban Meyer potentially kicking Josh Lambeau in warm-ups in August got him fired. I think, on top of... Marvin Jones, on top of losers, assistant coaches, on top of benching, and the whole mess of James Robinson, on top of Chris Doyle, on top of you know everything else. I think Shad Khan, and, and I think we've been all over this. By the way, we've been very consistent with this. He doesn't want to be embarrassed, and I think he he knew that he was going to wake up on Thursday morning at the owners' meetings in Dallas. And every TV he turned on, people were going to be talking about Urban Meyer. They already were doing it late last night. I don't know if he was at dinner or whatever and maybe he didn't see the TVs, but his fellow owners were going to be talking about it. And he said, you know what, this is it, because what happens when I wake up on Friday morning? And then next week, and then the next week. And so I think that was it. I think you're right. I think it was just the symbolic nature of I'm done. I'm done getting embarrassed. And and uh, we're not going to stick this through. And it's not going to work. And by the way, I think I told you coming off Monday night's conversation, I kind of had a feeling that this wasn't going to work out, but I thought it would be in January when he evaluated everything because once he did a deep dive on stuff, I think he would have found out that there were a lot of unhappy people in the building. Uh, but he was definitely going to wait till the end of the year. Well, this was a, a tipping point, a boiling point for ShotKhan, uh, the latest news. And who knows what else may have come out. I do think there will be less that comes out. I think we differ. Some. I, I think we had this conversation this morning with Rich Jones on WOKV 104.5 and on ESPN 690. We did a special show in the 9 o'clock hour. And, Austin, I don't think we're going to get a lot more out of people. I don't know if things will leak. I, I think it could be a thing here or there. But I'm not sure people will pile on now. I think the, the job's been done, if you will, right? I mean, he's done. What's the point? Uh, but we can get a story that trickles out. But I just don't think it will be this deluge of stories day after day about what went on in that locker room. I could be wrong. I just don't feel that will happen.
1: No, but I think players are going to come out eventually and talk on podcasts and stuff. I mean, that happened with Jalen Ramsey. You know, Jalen Ramsey, when he was long and gone, goes to L.A. and, you know, literally got everything that he wanted – that didn't stop him from, you know, going to a few podcasts and talking bad about Tom Coughlin or kind of sharing the details, kind the the of the behind-the-scenes stuff of what transpired to Jalen Ramsey's release. Now, I think with, with, you know, Urban Meyer, I mean, depending on how bad it was, I think if it was worse enough, then yeah, there's definitely going to be some stuff that gets out. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. It may not even be during the season. But I think eventually, you know, if the certain player goes on the certain podcast and the certain questions uh, asked, you better believe you're going to hear more about Urban Meyer and exactly what transpired uh, behind closed doors.
0: And and I think uh, it does speak volumes about the relationship he had with the players, and it wasn't one. And and really what it boils down to me, I think about this a lot right now, and I think about I don't think you root for people to fail at all. I I certainly wasn't rooting for Urban Meyer to fail. In fact, I'd probably root for me to be right (laughs) way back in the spring when they hired him and say, hey, this might work uh, instead. But I I do think I don't think you root for people to fail, but I think at the end of the day, the more I think about it, his lack of relationships – Uh, In a business that really is about relationships and a sport that you still remember you played and and relationships you value, I don't think he had many, man. I don't think he has many allies. Like, I don't know who is sticking up for him. You said players, but management, uh, anyone else outside the football world, very few. I mean, outside of Brady Quinn, I can't remember too many people that have stood up for Urban Meyer, uh, which is a little bit sad in one respect, um, but also shows you kind of the toxic nature about Urban Meyer at times in his career.
1: No, I mean, I, I think Urban Meyer has guys in his corner. I think he has supporters. You don't get to the NFL without being part of at least some kind of network. So they're out there. But I think right now with where the landscape is, and, well, the landscape is essentially scorched with everything that's transpired the past two weeks. The last thing these guys want to do right now is come out in support of Urban Meyer because depending what position they have, I mean, it's career suicide. You know, I think people want to separate themselves from Urban Meyer as much as possible right now because one could say in terms of, you know, uh, the first head coaching gig of of his NFL career, it might have been the worst of all time in Urban Meyer of of how things were handled, of, of how things went down. So there's not a lot of people right now that I expect to come out in support of Urban Meyer just because you can't be associated with that if you're in the realm of football.
2: Probably his coaching staff at Bowling Green, though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, they, yeah they got those, some major props. <laughs> those guys are probably going to come out and support. they got some major props.
0: Uh, yeah, that's uh, a little bit of a leak. Um, what was the quote? you remember the quote?
2: Uh, something along the lines of, you guys are worse than my coaching staff at Bowling Green, but there's yeah, some yeah. other words in there that started with F and ended with other letters
0: yeah uh, no doubt about it uh, hey how much do you think Austin uh, if you really take the Lambo part of this is coaching style and maybe over the edge of coaching style uh, and especially in today's NFL today's world of sport maybe not even just the NFL uh, because I got to believe there's a lot of coaches out there that have used derogatory words and said stuff to people and blah 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 uh, now the kick is uh, extreme I'm not uh, I'm kind of distancing the two uh but i think also you know lambo took offense to the style um it, it appears um is that uncommon do you think he was um, a little bit of a unicorn in that style that approach in the nfl especially casey if somebody walks in
1: here right now that's one of our colleagues or, yes, you know no, let's, i'm sorry let's say it's one of the bosses okay. Let, let's say it's either brent or i don't know some like our program director all right Let's say he comes in and kicks you yeah. and says, "Do a better job." Yeah, you cool with that? Or are you gonna have an issue with that?
2: No, I, listen. I'm probably gonna punch him square in the face. There you go. Frankly, I mean. And by the way, you know I can. Figure I'm going to take a
1: punch from you, man, because you, you you got some weight behind that punch now, Appreciate man. That. You're a big dude. So that's my point. Whether it's the NFL whether it's everyday life at your you know nine to five job, if somebody puts their hands on you or you know kicks you or whatever the case may be, that's gonna rub anybody the wrong way. regardless of the atmosphere that you find yourself in. Like, I I know we always say, you know, football, yeah, toxic masculinity, um, you know, so it's a macho type of atmosphere, which it is. But if you're a coach, um, if you're supposed to be a leader, uh, a general of your team, a, a culture setter, if you will, and you put your hands on somebody, that's crossing the line. That's crossing the line every single time. Now, was... Was it misconstrued? Was he joking around with Josh Lambeau? I don't know, man. I I think it's pretty obvious to tell if you kick somebody, whether you're joking around or not. Obviously, Josh Lambeau didn't think Urban Meyer was joking. So go ahead and cuss somebody out if you want. Go ahead and, you know, humiliate somebody and in front of their peers via, you know, all the language in the dictionary if you want. But once you put your hands on another man, because keep in mind, these aren't college kids here. These aren't high school kids. These are grown men. Grown men with families. And as soon as you do that, you're asking for problems.
0: Yeah, and, and but I guess I'm kind of trying to separate the kick in, in that part of the uh, physical confrontation because there's more about just the language, right, and the demeaning nature. And uh, we kind of think that's not the only case. So really you can separate it from Lambeau and say, if he's coaching that way, right, with using those words and, and talking down, and I think what Lambo would kind of refer to as bullying, Um, Is that more commonplace in the NFL? Uh, Because that's not commonplace in the workplace, right? Uh, I mean, physically touching people shouldn't be a commonplace in any workplace. But I'm just asking you, is it is it just a style of coaching? Like, uh, does Bill Belichick get after people in that same way with a lot of colorful words? Uh, just refrains from kicking. Well, you know? no,
1: I mean, I think if you go to any training camp, you go to, you know, any defensive line coach or, or any position coach, at least one of them is going to have colorful language. Uh, at least one of them, you know, is going to probably be like, all right, let's put the earmuffs on the kids. Like, that's part of football, you know, the, the, the cussing and the swearing. Some guys, you know, some coaches have been ingrained in that. It's It's what they were brought in. It's what they've been initiated with. That's fine. Like that, that I'm uh, not to say that there's a place for that in the game because I think it's kind of leaning away towards that, but there's still like an old school regime that believes in that and that's how they operate. And that's fine. They still have jobs in the NFL because I guess it works for whatever reason. But I'm saying as soon as you cross the barrier of putting your hands in another player in that type of manner, No. Urban Meyer is the only guy that I know that has done that. You know, I mean, you you hear horror stories of college coaches doing this, and and I may have seen that firsthand in college, but nothing to the point of of a professional NFL coach in charge of grown-ass men. There's no way.
0: Well, you've played in that league, and uh, separate from that style, why didn't it work for Urban Meyer, do you think? What what was... I mean this is a guy that won three national championships. He had the third winningest percentage in college football history as a coach. And Austin he went on TV for a few years and talked about football. He said he studied the NFL in that time period as well. He comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars and it appears like he's freaking Ted Lasso coaching soccer. Like he has no idea what he's doing. I am like not it, I am not f-
1: Familiar with that reference, but okay.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah the kids will understand it. Uh, the uh, most everybody will, in fact, other than you. But the mm-hmm. bottom line is, like, it looked foreign to him. Like he acted like it was foreign. Like I don't know. I just have my guys do that, or I don't know who's playing, or the Phoenix Cardinals. <laughs> uh, you know, there wasn't oh, yeah, one. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't one slip up though. This was like every week. And I mean, did he just forget how to coach football? Or is the college game that different? And have we really just determined that it is that different than the NFL?
1: To me, it wasn't even about the X's and O's, the game planning, the scheming, when it comes to Urban Meyer. To me, and really the biggest surprise of all, of where I think Urban Meyer went wrong, was the psychology of the sport. And this is a guy who has a psychology degree. This was a guy who was used to shaping young men fresh out of high school. You, you know, you went to go recruit them. You sat in those families' kitchens, and, and you put on your spiel about why they should come to so-and-so university. And then when you had them, you know, you, it took four or five years um, to make them into men. And that was the mentality. I think he tried to bring that mentality to Jacksonville. Now, in between that time, there was his stint with Fox News. And maybe he got out of touch a little bit Like you covered it You still were around it But you weren't ingrained in it anymore In a locker room And maybe in that time Locker rooms changed a little bit Maybe in that time Football, you know Players and their mindsets Maybe changed a little bit And maybe you didn't adapt with it Maybe you just covered it But you didn't learn to adapt with it And by the time you got to the NFL It wasn't college kids anymore It was a bunch of grown men Who are 100% different Than what college kids are And I think that's where Urban Meyer went wrong, is he didn't know how to relate. He didn't know how to build relationships. And he didn't know how to get the best out of these grown men. Because it is different, right? And I think, you know, in terms of what makes a great coach, you know, what makes a bad coach, I say this all the time. I played for a million coaches. I played for the most laid-back coaches in Andy Reid. And I played for the most in-your-face-hold-you-accountable coaches like Joe Cohen. I respect them both equally. But why I respect them is because they stayed true to who they were, right? If you put on a facade, if you try to be something that you're not, players, especially grown men, are going to see through that. And they're going to call you out on that. And that's when you lose a locker room. I think the past whatever it's been here with Urban Meyer's time in Jacksonville, the past, you know, months here in Jacksonville, it was a combination of not relating to the football players. It was a combination of not feeling comfortable in your own skin. And it was a combination of trying to put on a facade of somebody that you weren't, and that combination got him in trouble in the locker room, and that combination eventually got him fired.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a good call. I got a lot more questions for you. I really just i I feel like we've almost already moved on from Urban because we thought this might happen, and I think so many people are pleased that it happened. I had a poll out there this morning. Did this- you know, it's a little emotional right now. I get it. But it was like, did the Jags make the right move? Did Chad Khan make the right move? Yes or no? I mean, just simply yes or no. Is this the right time? Or should he give him more time? Because there are some people, believe it or not, they're like, what do you mean? Give them a little bit more time. And it's like a 93 to 7% vote. Uh, vote. <laughs> and we've got like 1,200 votes on it. I mean, 93%, you know? So it's like slam dunk. Yeah, made the right move. Like, this is a no-brainer. Get him out of here. See you later. Throw a parade in Jacksonville. We're glad it's over. I mean, that is the feeling. I mean, that's a wild feeling. Usually it takes four years of losing maybe Gus Bradley or something like that to say, okay, we're done. Well, Guess a nice guy, but we're done. Let's move on. We can all agree it's time to move on. This is like 11 months.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I mean, man. I think mean, think about I, I'm that. surprised it wasn't 100%, honestly. Well, you know, like I mean, it I'm sure probably is. You know, 93
0: well, percent is about 100. No, Somebody's no,
1: I mean, I'm not sure. yet he, he had some family members in that poll as well that, that follow <laughs> yeah. you. I mean, you went to his that hometown should. for crying out loud. You, you're in. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's still a good story,
0: Brent.
2: Don't worry. Uh, listen, it
0: that was. Was a, mean, good story. Yeah, that was a great story. Uh, listen, by the way, and I met those guys. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. And uh, that was that was the best part of the Urban Meyer era. Hey, hey Brent. Me- meeting his high school buddies. Hey, Brent.
1: Are you what? are you, you stop going to hometowns though? And 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 going to the next guy. And jinxing this team. Because that's that's starting to become a trend now. You realize this
0: is hey, this is not my fault. Starting to become a trend. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I saw hey I saw four interceptions from Trevor Lawrence last game. I'm
1: like, oh well, yeah, that's right. Brent went went to his town. Of course, of course, that's right. Four interceptions. I'm it's, just saying,
0: but it's no, not my fault.
1: Uh, you know, it, it, in, terms, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, in terms, In terms of of the poll results here, uh, I'm not surprised at all. You know because. Whether it's the Jaguars, the Lions, you know, the Browns of yesteryear, losing is one thing. And losing sucks. And losing year in and year out, it sucks. But at least, like, when you lose, like, you kind of find camaraderie in losing, right? Like, you you can still crack jokes and you can still, you know, go on message boards or on social media and still crack your jokes and everything. And, like, it's not the end of the world. Now, it sucks, but it's not the end of the world. But when you lose, and you lose in a way that you're getting embarrassed, not only like on the field, but obviously off the field with all the bad optics, well, then that's another echelon of, of feeling horrible. That's, that's another echelon of suck, if you will. And that's what this team hasn't endured. And it seems like this team's endured that the past four or five years. Because in terms of bad optics, no one's done it better than the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as a fan, that gets hard to root for. That gets hard to find pride in. That gets hard to, you know, gather the family together on a Sunday morning and say, all right, kids, let's go. We're going to watch another game. Oh, Dad, do we have to? You know, like that. those conversations get had because now you're not only losing, but it's embarrassing of how it's come across. So that's why I'm not really surprised in terms of, of the poll of, you know, what people are saying in terms of celebrating or being gone just because the optics were at an all-time low. And, and, and yeah. that is saying so much from this team the past five years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It uh, really is. String Sports Brewery, the place we're at today here on a Thursday, and it's a big day in Jacksonville. The Jaguars fire Urban Meyer, and they move on now. But we have more questions. Will Urban Meyer ever coach again? What's next? Is he untouchable? Shad Khan, how did he do handling this situation after thinking that he got it right this time? And what does it mean for the next time? who will be the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. What does it mean for the locker room? They play a game on Sunday. They woke up this morning, and I guarantee you, most of them slept through this because they were already in bed, woke up, and their coach was fired. What does it mean to those guys in the building? We talk more about it coming up. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 here on a monumental Thursday in Jacksonville, Florida. Not a chance. And and anyone who wants to write a speculative piece today about you know where could Urban end up, the answer is nowhere, Max. This man is dead professionally and he did it to himself. And you know, you can you can talk about
2: uh, the most spectacular flame out in, in NFL or, or, or coaching history, but it, it was easily predictable. I remember sitting with you guys in January when, when, when this, when,
0: uh, when Shad Khan hired him, I, I, I don't know how Shad Khan became a billionaire, not being able to listen to common sense. Oh, uh, listen, Austin, if Paul Feinbaum is going to be your buddy, can you at least go tell him Shad instead of Shad?
1: Hey, first of all, that's Paul Feinbaum's Southern Draw. So, <laughs> how, how, how dare you make fun of the way somebody talks? That's a little messed up, isn't it? Uh, so early on in guy. our show? So, uh, a little respect, please, for Mr. Paul Feinman. Uh, Paul, I'd... I'll see you later tonight, buddy. <laughs> I'll be on.
0: You know, in a weird way, I think I might agree with what he just said there in terms of this is it, he's done. Brent Martineau here at String Sports Brewer. we got Jaguars All-Access coming up in a little bit. By the way, Daryl Bevel getting ready to talk uh, as he's the interim head coach now the rest of the season for the Jags. Uh, some players will talk as well, so we'll share some of that as soon as we get it. Uh, we'll also be on TV here from String's coming up at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Team coverage with our Action Sports Jags team. So, get you covered uh, just about everywhere. Social media, on the radio, on ESPN 690, and on the TV side, CBS 47, Fox 30. Leads up to Jaguars All-Access tonight. Uh, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz back in the Action Sports Shack Studios. It's been a major day, obviously, with the firing of Urban Meyer. I've got so many things that I want to get to, but I guess this is a decent one. It's a decent time to do it. I think I was going to save it till later, but will he, f- again? Will, he will he? be on TV again? Is he untouchable? And I think what we want to say right now, he's untouchable, and I kind of feel that way. I really do. I, and deep down, I'm like, I don't think anybody's going to give this guy a chance. But then I'm like, you know what, he's 57 or whatever. I mean, in eight years, if he's 65 or in two, three years and he's 60, you know what? You know what sells controversy, controversy. And so if Fox Sports hires again, what would, would, hires him again, would I be stunned? No, because it will be like polarizing. And the guy well, can talk football. He's pretty good on TV when he was doing it. So I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. I don't think he's going to coach again. I don't think he's ever going to get a chance in the NFL. And I don't think he wants to do it in college. I I, I mean, that was part of this whole process. He didn't want to go back to college. So even if some AD wants to do the Rick Pitino thing and take a chance at him to because he wants, he's got to scratch the itch, I just don't think that itch is going to be strong enough. And I don't think he's going to go. So um, I think this is it for Urban in the sport of football. I think it's done. I think it ends in a bad way. And again, I think this is his biggest failure in his football life is right here in Jacksonville as he tried the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't... uh, And this is where I disagree with you. I don't think that the demand of Urban Meyer in terms of, like, broadcasting shows is going to be that high. I mean, like, I I have a hard time seeing, like, hey, Fox saying, hey, come back on, Urban, because, you know, I mean, you went through all that drama. We'd love to have you break down stuff on our show now because of it. I mean, maybe that's how they operate, but, like, we aren't talking about... You know, like the Bachelor After Show, where he's hosting that. We're talking about literally, you know, a college football show. It's intriguing. Yeah, it's not bad. Hey, Urban Meyer for Dance with the Stars? I don't know about that. Redemption? Nah. The the Urban Meyer Redemption Tour. Dance with the Stars. Now that I
2: think about it, you can't put him on the Bachelor because. 30 right. ladies, younger yeah, in age. careful now. Yeah, careful, careful now, Casey.
1: Careful now, Casey. Hey,
2: just speaking of what I saw, man. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: gotcha. I, I said dance with the stars. But, no, I think in terms of network, um, you know, college football, game day shows, NFL live, stuff like that, I just don't think right now there's there's room for him of what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah, I, I disagree with that part, and, and we'll see. Right? I mean, it's not it, – it doesn't have to be a long debate. I just disagree with that part. I, I, I almost sit here and I think, all right, uh, Austin, He, Urban Meyer, three years, calls us. And he's like, hey, I want to come on your show once a week. What do you think? I'm like, no way in hell, man.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I don't that, know.
0: I don't know oh, if everybody's oh, oh, saying um, that. No, no, you're, I'm not, saying, you're not we, saying that. We might say that. I, I think I mean, we might say that. I'm not Dunnans- sure everybody's saying that. You know, I just don't think everybody's saying that in the hey, media business. Well, I mean, if, if
1: we aren't saying that, who's, who's saying that then?
0: Oh, but it, that's that's the thing. Like, I mean, look, look all you got to do is look at the politics, right? I mean, you look at the political shows. You think all oh, those guys are like these like squeaky clean guys? I well, mean, did you,
1: yeah, well, of you, not. Did you think Fox News is having their own sports show now? What are you talking
2: about? <laughs> well, we could probably get a really good I mean, pop the first episode. Well, that's what it's, I was gonna say. Like,
1: well, it, but that's my point. No, I mean, if if I could, like, if I would sit, if I could sit down with Urban Meyer one on one, and I would kind like of to do that. Well, okay, two on one. Me and Brent and then Urban Meyer. Oh dude. Three, dude. On, Kevin, three on, on one. And you know what? Let's go and bring our families then. So I don't know, six one You already on cut one. me out of the OKV no. show. Let's, I just want to be involved. Okay, then let's go ahead and throw Ronan in there. So seven on one. We we can all take our turns asking Urban Meyer questions. I just want it to be we my thing. Him. I just want it to be my thing for once, but I can never have just my thing. It's gotta always be the conglomerate. Fine. Let's say it's seven on We're, one with there's us. There's no I in team. and team. And Urban Meyer, yeah, but there's an M E. So let's go and say that we sit down with Urban Meyer and there's seven people. Okay. Fine. We all ask him questions. You know, not like necessarily like you know, trap him or, or like set him up for failure, but it just a nice, honest sit-down conversation of what happened, his side of the story. I would definitely do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, listen, if I could get Urban Meyer today one-on-one, I'd be chasing it down. Mm. Um, you know, and. and it's on our list. <laughs> I mean, because that's part of covering the story. I mean, getting mm-hmm. his side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking more down the road, anyway, from a from a you know an everyday or a weekly thing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where it ends up. And I don't think anybody really cares that much either. You know, so uh, I think they're done with Urban Meyer, and and that's it. And uh, any chance to, you know, it's really interesting what people lose sight of a little bit in the Shad Khan part is. Remember, he said he he was, um, uh, what do you say? It's kind of like he said he was sensitive to the legacy of Urban Meyer. You know. And what's strange, Austin, is I'm just not sure Urban Meyer was sensitive enough to the legacy of Urban Meyer because he damaged it Yeah, he hurt it. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, to, to be fair, though, you know, when you talk about the legacy of Urban Meyer, I mean, if, if, if that – I guess I'm not mad at that because, like, if you would have brought in a coach it's like, it's all about my legacy and that's why I'm doing this and, like, everything that I do is for said legacy. Now, maybe if you would have lived that life, it would have been better this – You know, way go around for the Jaguars. But like I don't necessarily need a coach that has the eagle that says, Well, it's my legacy, my legacy, my legacy. I want a coach that is in the present that's trying to win ball games. You know? And I think sometimes legacy can get in the way of that.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, all right, I, I really want to ask you this before we go to break, and then obviously we got so many topics, right, so many things, and we're going to move it forward too. I promise we will because I know everybody wants to talk about what's next, and that's going to be a – really, could be a month-long conversation. Uh, but really what I want to do is, is kind of put this in a microscope and say, Austin, you've played in a locker room before what's next for this locker room? How do they feel today? How did they feel when they got up? And I understand there were some guys saying, hey, you go know, kind of like, hey, they're celebrating this on a very mild, moderate level uh, with their agents. There was some talk of that. I think I saw DJ Chark. I think I saw Travis Etienne kind of, that was a little in between, but Chark was clearly like, all right, see ya. Um, so I I feel like, and you tell me because you've been in the locker room, I feel like this was like a collective Sigh of relief. Oh, yeah. So you, much so that I feel like they might play well on Sunday, like that much of a sigh of relief.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think a weight has been lifted off their shoulders. I think when they woke up, you know that song, Walking on Sunshine? Like I I, I think that was playing on the iPod when they were driving to work today. <laughs> I, I just said iPod. Like, like I'm yes, 55 <laughs> years old. No, I meant <laughs> like their phones and their speakers. But, um I think it's to that extent, though. I I really do. I think the fact that whether it was, you know, the pressure of of maybe getting ridiculed, the the, the pressure of maybe losing their job, I, I don't know. We don't know wholeheartedly what this atmosphere was like, but judging by what we've heard, the behind the scenes, it was definitely toxic. So when that cancer is removed and you can go to work today knowing, like, you know what? It's not as it's not going to be as bad as it once was. Yeah, that that gives you kind of a new lease on life, if you will. So I think there's going to be a lot of positive energy, um, a lot of intrigue now in that locker room. And I think in terms of the performance on, on you know on Sunday, from what you hear, I, I guess these players really like Bevel. You know, the 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 the, the whole franchise likes Bevel, I guess, because it's like you know night and day in terms of what Urban Meyer brought to the table. But overall, I think once you lift that you know that thing off your back and you feel relieved, you you can play better. So I think we're going to see a a fresh and rejuvenated Jacksonville Jaguars take the field on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. Um, So in that sense, is it different than anybody being fired? Or do you think it's different? Like say, what what happened? Like Gus Bradley got fired with two games to go. Was there a uh, collective, we don't have to answer those questions anymore, those kind of things? Um, Or is this different just because of the toxic nature of Urban and what he created?
1: I think it's different from that nature because when you walk in that building and, and you know what's about to come in terms of just, hey, oh, here we go again. You know, are we going to get chewed out? What's the deal like? I think knowing that's gone, that makes all the difference in the world. So I think they're going to answer whatever questions get put in front of them in terms of, you know, the media. But at the end of the day, they're going to the stadium with a new lease on life just because, you know, that toxic part of that team is now gone.
0: Casey, you know I love you. You hung out with me on Spaces until like 3 in the morning along with a couple hundred other people talking about. But I wouldn't have been mad at bumping out with a little walking on sunshine on my iPod (laughs) here Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 6. We'll be back live from String Sports Brewery right after this. get the fact of this in the report came out this afternoon about Urban Meyer allegedly kicking his kicker, former kicker Josh Lambeau during the summer. You had Shab Khan at the owners meetings in Dallas. And so I think Shad Khan had to get back. I'm sure there were lawyers involved to try to figure out a resolution to how to resolve this relationship uh, in the most diplomatic of ways when it's not that diplomatic. And they had to figure out how to essentially end this. Now, they have reached that decision tonight. Urban Myers out as the Jaguars head coach. That is Adam Schefter, of course, of ESPN. Brett Martin, along with Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz, and, obviously, Urban Meyer, the dominating story. I was just telling Dave Wax here as we're getting ready to do some TV. Dave uh, does a, a lot of our TV stuff behind the scenes, makes it all work here for Jaguars All-Access. So. Tell Wax I said what's good. That's, That's nice. my old boss. That's right. I will uh, do that. And um, I was telling uh, last night I left work a little after midnight. minute. I, here's the story, okay? Yesterday, Austin right? we said on the show, I had gotten a heads up that something might go down, and somebody said this could be the, the nail in the coffin. Now, and and I truthfully told you, even though I heard that, they would not tell me what it is, what it was. Mm. They just wouldn't tell me. And so uh, out of respect, I think, in, in hindsight now, out of the respect of their relationship with Josh uh, Lambeau. And so so I understand that. Uh, so we're, you know, poking around a little bit before the show yesterday. And then this breaks. And so, you know, now we start to uh, immediately on our show, we're like, hey, this, this it's done. It's over. Like, this is it. I go back to TV, and walking in, I tell the people on TV, I'm like, hey, uh, next 24 hours, it's going down. Like, it's happening. And then a few hours go by and start digging around, right, talking to some people and ask some people and and even talk to some folks like uh, our colleagues in the media, if you will. And uh, there was a real thought that, hey, don't worry, go to sleep. Nothing's happening tonight. You know, nothing's
1: happening. Mm, I Uh, I know I did.
0: <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> um and and so anyway we do the shows and we know that it's a hot button issue with the Lambo stuff and um I start driving home and it starts ra- it's raining. I was kinda of surprised me, never even checked the forecast, but it's raining a little bit. And halfway down uh halfway home, basically I get this alert that he got fired. And you know, you immediately like, wait a minute, is it real? Are people messing around? Mm. And so I was just telling Dave, I was like – I. and then I got a call from, like, the, the someone at work. So I was like, oh, this is it. And I, like, basically stopped on the highway <laughs> because I was like – I mean, remember now, nobody's on the road. It's like 12.15 in the morning. There you go. But, Good. But yeah. I basically stopped there. because I was like, okay – should I turn around? Like, where's the nearest exit? I gotta get back to the station. We're gonna go live. Like, we're gonna do. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, I just go like time. Froze. Go time. Because <laughs> I'm driving in the rain. Yeah. And trying to figure out what's going on, um, and and then we we decided not to go live because of the time in the morning, uh, and then we got on this Spaces stuff. Have you ever tried Spaces on Twitter? Can't say I've ever
1: tried Spaces on Twitter.
0: Casey, it was a lot of fun, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was interesting. Um, nope, you didn't say fun, it says interesting. That's not good. It was fun. Okay, there you go. It was fun. Welcome back. Yeah, no, it was good, Brent. You figured it out on the fly, and you had a lot of opinions. And what surprised me more than anything was you had... I don't know, 40 or 50 people get to talk to you, which everyone was really complimentary of getting to talk to you. But nobody like went off a cliff and started saying anything crazy, which I thought was pretty cool, especially at two in the morning.
0: So I did not want to encourage that. But I thought the same thing, Casey. I'm like, why? I thought people would be like dropping F-bombs and all that stuff on here, right? Yeah. Everybody was so cordial. You know what? But it was like going to like a, 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 a late night parade. I think everybody was just so happy. It shows you, like, everybody was just happy to see that this news had come down, that they were in
1: a jubilant mood. So Spaces is basically like you can stream audio, right? You, yeah. You can, like, talk to people. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so so a podcast. Uh, essentially a so live y- podcast, y- you were right? podcasting without the podcast.
0: Yeah, podcasting sort of. with ten people. So here's the thing. I have no idea Casey's up or, or anything, and I have no idea how to do it. Mm-hmm. And actually, I feel like I saw some people. Casey, can you do it with video, or is it just audio? That I don't know yet, because I feel like I saw people do it with video, but it might have just been like their. Um so, you, so you, it's kind of, kind of streaming. Yeah, well, I thought so. I thought so. I'm thinking the whole time, like, oh, there's video, so okay, I'll get. Let me get in the where there's light. Of course, it's at, it's one o'clock in the morning almost. Everybody's sleeping, so I'm trying to like I'm like, all right, I'll go out in the garage. But I'm thinking there's video the whole time, like live Twitter type of thing, and. So I finally said, screw it. I'm just going to do it, like, near the Miss Pac-Man machine, like in the back room, and uh, that's the most light. And so I started, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I can't see any video. I have no idea what's going on. My mic is muted. This is what I was worried, by the way. I've got Tanika Hughes retweeting me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think I'm talking, but I can't hear anybody else, and I don't know if actually people are hearing me. I have no idea. I have no idea. And so I'm like screw it I'm, i gotta i i'm gonna ask I, I gotta hit like uh end this thing because i don't want to say anything stupid or it just had so much dead air that nobody's even gonna jump in and then i played with it a little bit and then i was like forget it we gotta do something here so let's go for it and as i'm doing that casey sees it he jumps in he's like hey make me like a co-host and i'm like how do i do that oh yeah like i have no idea how of yeah, this it's works rough. and yeah. i will say it's very simple Mm-hmm. The whole thing was simple. I still don't know if I really did it right. Like I'm sure there are some tricks to it. But I think we accomplished it. We had a good night on spaces. Um don't expect that every night at one o'clock in the morning. But we did it to what what, Casey, like three o'clock in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> a,
2: a casual two hours plus. <laughs>
0: Dang. Hey. Yep. Yeah, well, I knew this too. Like I was like, I'm not going to bed because I had to I was gonna be back at the station at four thirty. For live hits, yeah, uh, and and so I was like, I'm not going to get like an hour's sleep, and I'll be more tired. I'm just going to go through this, and and heck, everybody's talk. Let's talk about it, right? And sure. We, we had it was Casey. How many? Pe- I don't even know how many people did we have at like two o'clock in the morning. Flexing?
2: Yeah, I mean at least Flex. You, there was always requests there. We had at least thirty at a time, Flex. and what was pretty cool is everybody got in that wanted to get in.
0: Nice. Yeah, but I mean I think other people listen. Those were the requests. I mean, I think at some time you have, like, a couple hundred people there in, the, in your room.
1: So um, when people, like, Googled Urban Meyer yeah, on probably. Twitter, then, like, you'd pop up on Spaces?
0: Yeah. And then, well, you got all the different time zones. So we got people overseas. We got people out in California where it's still, like, they're eating dinner, you know?
1: <laughs> do, you, do you have to, like, do you have to accept them to come in the group or can they come in automatically?
0: They can, you, I think you, I had to do it on like a setting thing where like I'd say, okay, you're allowed in even if I've blocked you, which I haven't blocked any person ever on Twitter, so that wouldn't be a problem, or yeah, maybe like I'm sure. not following, no, seriously, I've never blocked anybody, or I'm not following you or something like that, and so um, I, think, uh, I, I think everybody was invited. But I allow them in Like I give them access Or Casey in this case Could also give them access mm-hmm. Casey to, to talk And it was cool I Pr- thought it was really
1: good Props to you man Because you I mean you essentially Did a, a two hour Zoom interview At one o'clock In the morning <laughs> yes. And uh, hey man I appreciate the hustle I, I mean Brent, Listen. obviously you too It's your job Brent You know I mean I, I, Yeah I, I expect mean, nothing less from you you're, you're, you're gonna carry that weight I wasn't Casey, on the clock you, Is man. what you're saying No, I mean hey that's, a, that's quite the Zoom interview you guys did Congratulations hey, All for the people hey, I appreciate you guys Growing the show
0: All right, uh, let's take a break. Uh, But that is Spaces. I feel like I might go live on Spaces again, like maybe Christmas night. See what everybody got for Christmas. See if Santa came or something. Okay. But a lot of those folks on Spaces last night, it's like Santa came early.
1: I like that. Mm.
0: Hey, uh, I got to do a little TV. You take it off the top, but I'll join you in a couple minutes after we come back. Um, Daryl Bevel, by the way, is talking live on CBS 47 and Fox 30 right now. We're taking that live on the TV side of things. Uh, So, Reaction from the Urban Meyer firing is happening. We'll have some of that coming up. Action Sports Shack's on ESPN 690, live from Spring Sports Brewery.